0: is Stephanie Ruper. Thank you for tuning in to the Naked Humanity, Once the Meaning of Everything podcast. Today is episode number 33X, and I am going to be talking about the importance of suffering. Now, this isn't particularly related to the content that I addressed earlier this week. Earlier this week I spoke with Jonas Kaplan, a cognitive neuroscientist in California at a wonderful Lab, and we talked about a lot of really cool and important things, specifically the self and how we construct our identity with narratives, and stories we're telling about our lives constantly and about the worlds around us. And we touched on some important themes related to meditation and spiritual practice. And um, also recently, I did an X episode on um, our culture of fear. And <sighs> In that episode, I talked about all the ways in which we are, we are working to sanitize our worlds. Uh, we're working very, very hard to clean them up to prevent ourselves from, from being hurt. And so I thought it could be worthwhile to dig into the concept of suffering and, and make sense of it in important ways. Make sense of it in ways that are relevant to our lives and um, maybe understand its context in a way that helps us become more comfortable with it you know that can help us cope with it better uh and that can help us better decide what our priorities are when we you know go about the world and um try to help ourselves and other people uh before jumping into all of that of course i have a winner to announce uh, for the book giveaway still going strong after 30 33 episodes and the reviews do keep rolling in although um slower now Uh, all you have to do to win a free book is write a review of the podcast take a screenshot and email it to me uh, stephanie at nakedhumanity.org now is the new email address so you can at me at facebook or instagram or twitter i will get it i promise Uh, just send me a message and then you will be permanently entered into a drawing uh, to get a book, which is really exciting. Uh, this week's winner, her name is Sylvia Park, um, and she chose um, a book called Sex at Dawn. It's actually a pretty popular choice. Lots of people choose Sex at Dawn. Uh, it's a great book um, about the history of sexuality, and it proposes that um, our sort of idea that humans evolved in nuclear families with uh, monogamous relationships is a little bit flawed. And we are just projecting back onto history. And this book argues that humans have a much more open um, sexual past, which is just fascinating and important. And I do recommend checking out Sex at Dawn or any of the other books on the list, which you can find at StephanieRuper.com slash book giveaway, all one word. Uh, so that's, that's that. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much your support as ever so moving into today the importance of suffering yeah so i think it's worth prefacing me talking about how important suffering is with the fact that i am i am afraid that we are forgetting it we are in a i understand that there is a wide range of suffering in the world and it is really good to help people who suffer disproportionately um, and definitely we want to hold space for people while they suffer and take care of one another. But that's, that's a part of why it's important is that we get to, it provides a way for us to support one another, um, which I will get to later, but as it stands though, you know, the world is, is full of suffering. And and I think perhaps something I might, I'm still mulling this over, but I want to think about perhaps transforming the world in terms of justice, uh, in the face of suffering as opposed to ending suffering, you know, and there are actually people who want to like biochemically make it possible for humans to no longer suffer by turning off pain receptors or um, numbing uh, parts of the brain or emotional circuitry that, that are related to pain. Um, And I think that is hugely unwise for so many, (laughs) so many reasons, but there are this group of people is representative of a much larger, broader cultural project that is concerned with, um, as I, the word I keep coming back to is anesthetizing, you know, like anesthesia, it's numbing, we're numbing our world, Uh, we're seeking to make it increasingly safe, we are becoming more fragile in a way, more emotionally fragile, We want to, instead of building up our resources um, to cope with suffering, we want to prevent the suffering from happening altogether or control our world so that we do not suffer. And to reiterate, I do believe, obviously, that there are many forms of suffering, um, and especially those associated with injustices that need to be addressed. But suffering is an inherent and important part of life. And I, uh, I will tell you, I'm going to tell you why I think so. So first on a grand metaphysical scheme, when you zoom out and take a look at our existence as a whole, suffering is important period. It's required for having life. It's required for having good life. And this is as true for bacteria as it is for us as humans. bacteria or a bacterium or any kind of life form that seeks to survive that has desire right because our genes gave it to us or whatever is making us do it we still have that experience and in order to seek out things that are good for us we need to have gradations and experience and so imagine a completely neutral world right? Nothing would ever happen, because in order for things to remain neutral, they wouldn't be able to be qualitatively different from one another. You have to always be able to say, oh, that's a little bit better, or that's a little bit worse, or that's a lot better, or that's a lot worse. Better and worse are necessarily coupled, and you cannot have a world where they do not coexist, period. And this is why Donald Crosby, uh, I guess who came on episodes 22 and 23, that's why Donald Crosby argues that the idea of heaven is incoherent. He thinks the idea of heaven doesn't really exist, at least the classical idea of heaven, where people are happy all the time and, and that's pretty much it. And they just go about life like here on earth, but happy all the time. That's kind of uh, at least colloquially, culturally, how we, how we talk about heaven. But that is incoherent because you couldn't have graded experience. And what kind of life would it be if you just walked around like grinning all the time? And happiness is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I love happiness. But sadness is the price that we pay in order to be able to have happiness. Because again, if you didn't, it would all be neutral. And sure, you could flood your system with dopamine and serotonin or take ecstasy every single day or something like that and ride on these highs, but there would still be gradations of experience within there. And you would probably come down eventually and, and just see the slightly less happy as more negative, right? You would inherently impose this differentiation between these two pretty good points uh, precisely be just because we are humans that... Require a range of experience in order to be able to experience things. And so, suffering is just like essentially, as I said, metaphysically, it is the thing that enables us to have flourishing. And it is really hard and unfortunate and sucks that we have this trade off, but it's also a necessary fact of existing. And we have no reason to believe that there are any kind of beings that exist anywhere in the universe that have it differently. And of of course, um, that's a really, that's a really big claim to make. But my point is so far as we can tell, life is full, life is characterized by precisely this difference. And so if we really hate suffering or for a period of our lives that is really hard, it can be useful to look at this fact and say, okay, you know, this is, this is my buy-in. This is what I'm paying for. And as I mentioned earlier, I do believe that justice is important because some people are dealt a really crappy hand, right? Billions of people are dealt really crappy hands, unimaginably more crappy hands than the one that I was dealt and that other people, many other people are dealt. And that's not, that sits with us as unfair and it's not fair and it, and it sucks. Um, And and so justice is why is something that I prefer to think about in terms of uh, what we want to do for the world uh, is enhanced justice, as opposed to get rid of suffering period. And I also believe I want to talk about suffering now on a more personal level. I believe that suffering is important on a personal level because it is the reason it is the way in which we become strong. There is no denying the fact that life is hard and life is full of risks and people die, right? Like suffering is inevitable. And if you anesthetize the world in certain ways, if you make the world increasingly safe, if you make it too safe, if you make your kids too safe, you don't ever let them get exposed to taunts from other kids. I'm not saying bullying. I'm just saying, you know, like the vagaries of childhood whatever playground existence you don't let your kids do that if you don't let them get disciplined at school or under whatever all of these different things if we overly anesthetize our worlds then we have fewer opportunities to prepare ourselves for other instances of suffering in our lives and you know I once years ago when in a period of my life that was just wretchedly painful and hard for many years just almost unbearable it was obviously bearable and that's the point right um i was always one like i always was frustrated that i had to keep learning these lessons and i was like when do i have when do i stop you know when does it stop well it doesn't stop and that's precisely because life continues to get more complicated and it continues to get harder a friend of mine in college always said growing old ain't for sissies and that's i mean that's so true life progressively becomes more challenging and so we need to learn and we also need to be we need to do this for ourselves and we need to be able to do this for other people and so I view suffering instances of my suffering as an opportunity to practice resilience resilience I believe is a underutilized concept in our society today Resilience is different from strength. Strength is very vague and can be confusing. You know, strength can be construed in a number of different ways, but resilience is quite specific and is very helpful. It says, basically, you can endure and you can grow and you can build your resources. You can develop as a person. You can get through the hard times and you need to be able to do this for yourself and you need to be able to do this for other people. You won't be able to show up for either of those groups, you or other people, if you don't learn resilience, if you don't learn how to stand in the face of of truly wretched things. And of course, we can let them feel wretched and we can be sad and we can go to therapy and we can think about and cry if we need to or all that sort of stuff. But we need to hold the space and welcome the space of all kinds of suffering in our lives, um, loss and anger even, and uh, betrayal. We need to be able to hold space for these things precisely because life needs them necessarily. Again, we return to the question of we cannot have good experiences if we do not have bad. And so the more resilient we become to the bad, the more we can open ourselves up to the good and experience the beauty of the whole palette of human experience um, in total. And so resilience is a highly underutilized, I think, very important thing for us to do. I also discussed in the podcast I did on fear, this concept that the world will never be inherently safe. It's chaotic. It's massive. We're, you know, constantly bumping into people and whatever, complete safety is out of the question. And so the option to completely sanitize or anesthetize the world is... You know, you're chasing a pipe dream when you do that. And of course, there are certain ways in which the world should be made more safe. Absolutely. And there are ways in which we should be, again, addressing injustices. But we do not so much want to run from suffering, run from things that are challenging, run from things that are hard. Um, Rather, I think we should face them or walk towards them, embrace them, use them as opportunities to practice resilience, because then we're not desperately trying to plug holes in this say it's a ship of the world and trying to keep it from being bombarded, we will always be bombarded. And so rather than trying to clean up the world or being frustrated or upset that suffering exists, we can develop it within ourselves and within other people resilience so that the suffering can be born in a way that feels meaningful, that feels livable, that we can put in the context of the whole narrative of our lives, and we can get on with things, you know, and, and enjoy what we can and appreciate, again, the beauty of of both this negative component and the, and the positive components of life. Because they all really need each other. So I talk about all of this today because I think that it can be useful just to help us make sense of suffering. I know a lot of people, um, and of course I have this in my own personal experience, uh, that really... Like it sucks. It sucks to be down. It absolutely sucks. Uh, but when we understand that life is incontrovertibly bound up in suffering and that it is the thing that makes it possible for us to be able to have goodness and enjoyment, joy, all these sorts of things, then we can almost be grateful for it. And again, see it as an opportunity and a hard one, albeit, but an opportunity to practice resilience to embrace that part of our humanity that can that can become stronger, you know, and practice some gratitude as well. Gratitude for things that are hard is one of the harder, uh, but more rewarding and beneficial things that, that we can do for ourselves because practicing gratitude has been demonstrated time and time again in studies to be really uh, beneficial for mental health. And uh, also, of course, um, resilience when coupled with with gratitude can really make for a powerful uh, coping mechanism and a healthy coping mechanism at that so i just wanted to uh, put that put that out there i don't think we should get rid of suffering i really don't um but fight for justice absolutely yes and fight for safety in justice absolutely yes Uh, But the human experience will forever be the human experience. And so we may as well accept that and get on with it and build our resources as we can. Uh, So I am going to leave it at that. This has been episode number 33X. I talked about the importance of suffering. If that wasn't obvious, our winner was Sylvia Park. She's fantastic. Uh, And I am so grateful to have this experience with you. Speaking of gratitude. So thank you so, so much for tuning in, everybody. I will, as ever... Be excitedly back next week. Until then, take care.